Hello, friends. Welcome to my podcast, The Stranger Sessions. Why do I want to say thestrangersessions.com? <laughs> Welcome to thestrangersessions.com. I hope all of you had a happy new year. I had a happy new year. Um, so today, I'm going to be um, just kind of going over a few things I think we... At least I know I need to keep in mind for the coming uh, year. Um, And a few things I think you guys should, would be benefited to keep in mind. And maybe a couple of resolutions that I'm taking upon myself that I would like to share. And hopefully you guys will also take these resolutions upon yourselves as well. Enjoy the episode. So you know that weird thing that sometimes happens where you just go throughout your day or your week, but the same concept, idea, or Bible verse just keeps, you know, like popping out at you here and there. Like, maybe, like, I was doing my schoolwork and it popped up in there. and Because I have a Bible-based uh, homeschool curriculum, which is really nice. But, like, so they put all kinds of... I was reading my Bible and my math today, so just keep that in mind but you know like it popped up there and then uh I was reading some random book actually it's a really good book but I'm not gonna well anyway (laughs) moving on it popped up there and then it had like popped up somewhere else um anyway you know what I mean things just pop up and you're like god what are you trying to tell to me right now so basically this is the verse that has been popping up right now and I wanted to share it with you because uh, currently in the current state of our world I think it's a very beneficial verse to have uh, memorized or written on your your hand so you never forget it <laughs> maybe on your face anyway if you hear people laughing yelling in the background that's my family they are a kind of loud bunch sometimes um, but the verse is Joshua 1.9, and if you don't know the verse Joshua 1.9, you need to know it. It's really straight to the point, honestly. So I'll just read it to you now. Um, have I not commanded you? This is, okay, backstory. This is God speaking to um, Joshua, who was Moses' six successor, I think is how you say it. Uh, basically, Moses had been leading the Israelites, and then he died. So Joshua was set in place to be the leader of them now. Um, and he was supposed to lead them into the promised land to basically overtake the Canaanites. Um, and so God was telling him this. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And I don't think this message is only for Joshua, especially if be- because if you read the rest of the Bible, like, all kinds of things play into it. Like, God tells us not to be afraid and to trust in Him all the time. So, I think we can take from this message from this message as well, for sure. Um, I think it's a really good just thing to have memorized. Just be strong and have good courage. You don't let... Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, so, 
we don't know where we're going to go this year. We don't know what kind of things we're going to go through. We don't know what's going to happen this year. These last two years have been super duper crazy for me. Um, and I have no idea what this year will bring. Hopefully many good things that I'm very excited about. But who knows what will happen at this point. Um, so just having this in mind as we go, we begin this new year. Um, not to be afraid of what it'll bring, but to just be trusting that no matter what we go through, God will be with us. I know you guys have heard this probably millions of times. You've heard it like it's kind of almost cliche if I am allowed to say that. But it's really truth. And as I like to say on this podcast, truth is victorious. So if you think about it, God really is with us. It's not just words. He's actually with us. And he will be our strengths if we rely on him. So, uh, the next passage I want to read to you, same kind of concept, because we know that we don't really know, especially here in our country. Uh, I live in America. Well, not America. Well, yes, but the USA, basically. Um... My, well, I really just blanked because I'm trying to, my, my sister is so loud. Okay, close your ears. What am I trying to say? Okay, so with the state of our country right now and the world and everything that's going on and things, all kinds of different details that I don't need to get into because you guys probably already know them all. We really don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if our lives will be completely changed. Um because of what we believe and what we trust in, uh, or if, if life will just continue to go on kind of normal, um, for, who knows, 10 more years, and we, because my mom said that when she was 15, they were sure that, like, it was the last days, and that they weren't gonna get raptured, you know, they thought it was just the end, um, not that it's bad. Like, do not be afraid of the end. I am very excited to be raptured. I am very excited to, um, go to heaven and be there for eternity with my very best friends. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of natural to just be like, I kind of want to, you know, kind of want to live a little bit. I, I want to, maybe you don't understand. I don't know. But, um... Back when my mom was 15, she thought we were, they all thought that we were going to be raptured. And I wasn't there yet, but they were going to be raptured. But then, how old was she when she had me? Like, almost 10 years later, I was born. And 10 years after, not 10, I'm not 10. Uh, 17 years later... We're at the same point in our lives where we think could be any day that God comes back from his church for his church um, and, you know, all the end stuff will happen. But um, that is if you believe in pre-trip relation. But that's a whole entire different concept. Basically, here's what I want to say. I want to read to you Matthew 6, 25 through 34. This is another passage you probably have heard millions and millions of times. But try just to here again like for the first time or just to understand it if like 
to a point where you understand that it's the truth and truth is victorious. And so we literally don't need to worry. So here's, therefore I say, say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Something I feel like God is really teaching me in this season of my life is just to trust him. Not to trust in someone else. Not to trust in my own self. Just to trust him for everything for just just to help me even get through my homework every day because man I got a lot of homework <laughs> it's my senior year so I'm super excited to graduate but anyway that's not important just to trust him in everything just have that peace that God will take care of it I would just put it in his hands and let him lead and guide and take you know I'm still gonna have to work at it it's still not gonna be easy but I think he's just really trying to teach me to trust him because life, especially seeming, it seems like life is so much more unpredictable than it used to be. Maybe it's not for some people, but for me, honestly, these last couple years have been kind of when I realized that life is not just fun and games. I guess I kind of got out of that child like mind state where it was just like fun times and good food and friends and then I realized that like <laughs> people have problems and like I had problems anyway so just feeling I just no I can't even speak why do I have a podcast I just feel like at this point in my life it's just so unpredictable that is is really important for me to be learning to trust him now. So that's something. And then that leads me to the next passage that I want to read to you guys today, which is John 16, 33. Actually, funny thing I want to add. I was listening to Girl Defined Ministries podcast and Bethany was doing... Uh, a podcast uh, episode by herself. If you guys know who that, what that is, and who that is, if you don't, you should check it out. It's pretty good. Um, I actually interviewed one of the ladies from Girl Defined Ministry on my podcast called Mental Health with Christian Clark. Kristen Clark. Um, so yeah, check that out if you want to. But basically, she was doing this podcast episode and um. She was reading a lot of passages, and she kept apologizing. Not apologizing, but just being like, hang on, hang on with me. 
stay with me here, like, as if it wasn't normal to read a lot of Bible passages, which at that, until that point, I didn't realize it's not that normal in their podcast to read, like, a whole bunch of Bible passages. Obviously, all their, um, podcast episodes, they strive to make sure it's founded in God's word and his will, um, but, like, I realized people were so overstimulated, like, we really are, I'm so overstimulated, but at the same time, I didn't realize how, like, hard it is for people to listen to this kind of stuff. Actually, I don't remember if I told you guys this or not, a couple months ago, I went on my Anchor dashboard on my computer, which is different than the one I have on my phone. I usually use my phone. It's not as detailed as my computer dashboard. So I went onto my dashboard and I looked at the stats and turns out that most of my listeners don't get past five minutes. I think the average listen time was 13 minutes for my episodes, which are like 30 minutes each or something like that, but maybe a little more. I think they're 30 to 45 minutes long. Anyway, let's just say I was more than a little discouraged about that. Um, but my pastor actually said that average listen time, average like attention span for people nowadays to listen, 13 minutes. It's 13 minutes. No more than that. Like people just, and I get that. But as Christians who need to hear encouragement and wisdom and, like, that kind of stuff, we really have to put ourselves through self-discipline in order to do that, whether that be listening to church on Sunday for an hour or however long your church sermons are, um, maybe youth groups on f- whatever night it is, whatever day it is, um, reading good books, which I have a bunch of books that are super great. I should really do a podcast episode about what books you should you guys should read because I have like a whole entire like section on my shelf of my books that are all so amazing that I really should let you guys read. Okay, anyway. Why did I get so carried away? So basically what I'm saying is What was I saying? <laughs> oh man, what was I saying? You literally don't remember what the point of that was. I just got, I guess, I just got discouraged about the fact that most of you guys don't. Oh, (laughs) I recalled. Okay. I recalled. Is that a word? (laughs) Anyway. Wait, wait. (laughs) I lost it again. I think I have a problem. Uh, oh, so... I got discouraged about that, but then I decided that I'm just going to keep doing it anyway because I know that, like, there's a group of you out there who listen, and I'm hopefully, hopefully God is working through that. So, um, I'm just going to keep going until, let me tell you a secret, but I'm thinking, actually, I should be praying about it too. I haven't thought of that yet, but I'm thinking to quit this podcast eventually, leave it up so that all the episodes can still be listened to and played and whatever, once I kind of run out of content, because there's only so much you can really talk about, about, 
this kind of subject, but I'm thinking to start a new podcast, a podcast, hopefully with a co-host, gotta find a co- gotta find a co-host, but anyway, it would just be, like, Christian fun, like, like, a fun time, just that you guys could just laugh your heads off, um, but, like, clean fun, like, I've been looking for a fun podcast for who knows how long now, maybe a year or two, but I cannot find one. There is a podcast. I won't list the name because I don't want to be associated with that podcast in any way, but it had a title that made it seem like it would be the perfect podcast for a Christian who's looking for some fun um, and just some good laughs. But then I listened to it, and it is totally not that. And I got really kind of discouraged again, because I was like, hey, there's nothing out here for us just to listen to and have fun. Like, there's no podcast for young people just to sit, like, maybe not sit down, but just listen to throughout their day and have super, like, a bunch of fun. And so, I was like, I really want to do that, because I know I can. You guys know that, because sometimes I say the darnest things. But, like, with a co-host... We could just talk about all kinds of weird subjects and have a great time. And even though that might not be, like, ministry, like, the one I'm doing right now, like, reading right from the Bible and talking about serious topics all the time, but I think it would be a ministry in the way where it would provide for a different kind of thing that God created, which is just, like, fun. Fun and laughs and all kinds of stuff like that. But also just create a safe place because I feel like if there isn't provided a good, clean, like, safe place for people, they'll go and to a place that is not meant for Christians. And so I think it's kind of a, a blessing in that way. So that's just something I've been excited about and thinking about. And for some reason, I just shared it with you. So let's get back to the topic now because I went on too long now. Oh, I'm not even that much in okay anyway um so that's a bunch of stuff i just said oh i never completed my first thought (laughs) well anyway she was saying that not many people well she was implying from the podcast who was reading the bible she was almost implying the fact that people don't listen when when uh bible passages are read and i read quite a bit of bible passages on my podcast so i don't know if you guys skip them or not if you do, it's really only your own loss, so that's your choice. But um, even then, I don't even know if anyone listens to these podcasts, so I shall continue now after saying all that stuff. Uh, John sixteen thirty three. Where, where is it? Thir- uh, 33. Is it just one verse? Yes. This is the best verse ever. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Which takes me to my next part of this thingy, which is one of my New Year's resolutions as of this morning, because I was reading this book and it was saying how we need to be joyful. And I know that sometimes I can be joyful, like when I'm caffeinated, I can be kind of joyful and a little bit crazy. But other times... I can be kind of really, just being completely honest here, I can be really bitter 
and kind of irritated a lot and kind of snappy. So, and really for absolutely no reason usually. Usually just because I got up in the morning and didn't want to get up, that kind of thing. And so, I know that's something I need to fix. So, one of my New Year's resolutions is just every morning to pray that God will help me to have a spirit of love throughout the day, which, as you guys have read before, the fruit of the spirit is love, which consists of joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I can say that that fast because I'm a worship leader for the children's ministry at our church. The fruit of the spirit's not a coconut. <laughs> if you don't know that song, I feel sad for you. It's the greatest song ever. All right. So, New Year's resolution, be more joyful. Just Boat, like, have a merry spirit, you know? Spread encouragement and, and joy and love and, like, instead of tearing people down and making people scared of you or, like, you know, intimidated by you, which I've been told that I get that. Like, I... Pe people are intimidated by me because I have a Russian face. So, I need to learn to smile all the time. Like, oh, Buddy Delf. Smiling is my favorite. All right. So that is something I would love to do this year, is learn to be more joyful. And so I do have a psalm for that. Now, there are many psalms about this. Um, the psalms are just, just so good. You can always find something, whatever you need in the psalms, whether it be absolute defeat and depression from David or whoever else writes these. Um, did you know that the Psalms actually have more than one author? I always thought that all the Psalms were written by David, but my favorite Psalm, actually it's like a bunch of Psalms, but it was like put into one Psalm, which is Psalm 119, the longest Psalm. It's written by, not David. I don't remember who it's written by, but not David. And I was like, what? That's so weird. Never knew that. So, Psalm 5. Oh dear. Where? 511. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. If we keep our eyes on God, we should be eternally joyful. So, and I know that because at a, a point in my life that I've talked about many times, I did not have my eyes on the Lord. I had my eyes on many other things. And let me tell you, I was not joyful in any way but then he led me back to him set my my eyes upon him and led me from there and i have found much more joy i think than i've ever had in my life before so anyone who puts their trust in god rejoice okay let them ever shout for joy because you defend them let those also who love your name be joyful in you so, let's try to have the joy of the Lord this this year, shall we? I hope you guys join me in that resolution. And the last resolution is something I think is really important. Another thing that happened a couple years, well, no, it's been a year, a little over a year now. When I, well, it's been a year that I've had the podcast, but ever since all the stuff happened, it's been two years. Anyway. I'm not good at math, so it doesn't matter. But something that happened as well was the fact that I had 
pretty much no idea what I was doing in my life at the time. No plans, no goals really, except to like graduate eventually sometime in the future. And like get married. Like those were my two things, like graduate, get married. And I really had no, nothing else. Um, and at the time, really I was not doing much. I went to church on Sundays and um, I had homework. And that was pretty much the extent of my activities at the time. So let me tell you, you guys probably can relate. I felt like I had no purpose. I knew that God was like my purpose somehow, but I really couldn't connect the dots as to how I could have purpose when, you know, he, he was God. I don't know what, how does that connect, right? Um, and I actually have several friends that I, or just people I know, I guess, that have the same problem right now. And I can see that. I can see it because I've been through it, so I can tell that they're struggling with the fact that they really have no purpose. They really don't know what they're doing with their lives. And nothing is really driving them. They have no drive, you know? And when you don't have a drive or a passion or a goal set in the future to work towards, it can be really hard to just go on a day-to-day -day basis. Especially with, like, an entire year in front of you that you know you're just going to be going to work, like... For the rest of you're trying to pay off your car or whatever you're doing um or just trying to finish another grade and really not sure what else you're doing with your life you know it can just be hard so something that happened that i started doing that i feel like really got me through a couple of those middle years where i was kind of a lot of years into homework but not close enough to graduation that i could like be excited about it yet um but I started a podcast <laughs> so I started a ministry is really what I did God put me into ministry he put me into a place where I would hardcore study subjects and his bi his bible his word and just get to know him better and even if it never impacted someone else you know what it impacted me so he really used it to grow me um, if it didn't, if nothing else happened with this podcast, it, it grew me more towards him. So, um, just starting the ministry is something that I think really, really helped me, gave me something, purpose, you know, like, oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm doing this podcast. It just gave me that, a sense of purpose that I was doing the Lord's work. And that's something that nothing else in this entire world will give to you. Maybe if you're serving, like, family, that can... That's ministry, really. So what I'm trying to tell you is get into some kind of ministry. If you're not already in ministry, get into some kind of ministry. And let me tell you, ministry does not solely mean start a church. It literally means... Just start serving someone. Start doing God's work. Whatever that is. I started a podcast. That's my ministry right now. And I started singing songs for little kids in in the children's ministry at my church. I'm not a pastor of any sort. I'm not like a famous icon or anything. 
I literally just did what I could and where God led me to. And that gave me purpose and drive. And it still does. And it led me to something bigger, I think. Um, it led me to the fact that I really want to do teen counseling and therapy someday. And I really want to do, like, therapy music kind of stuff because a lot of me and my friends experience, like, some kind of music therapy. Um, and so I really want to create that kind of music that people can relate to and, you know. Anyway, so it just led to things that were, I never knew I was interested in. Um, and something I think I will be able to serve God with in the future in my adulthood. Uh, so I definitely really, really encourage you guys this year, get into some kind of ministry. You can just start ministering to a friend of yours that doesn't know about Christ. I told, I straight up told one of my non-believer friends, I think you need Jesus. I was like, I think you're looking for, honestly, she was in a hard spot. And I was like, honestly, I think you need Jesus. And that is who you're looking for. And that's the love you're looking for. That's the um, importance, the purpose. That's everything you're looking for. You're just looking for the love of God. Because that's what you're meant to have inside of you. And I just straight up told her that. Which I've never done that before. And I always imagined that, like, if you'd said that to someone, they'd just, like, punch you in the face and not be your friend anymore. But all she said was, that's a lot to process. And I really don't know what to say. Basically, that's what she said. But then, like, the next day, she just texted me again. And we just had a normal conversation. It did not happen the way, I guess, the devil put fears into my heart. That I would just lose her after that. Or, or that they would just hate me for that, you know? I think that people respond much differently than we would expect. Um, and so, if it's just that, just start ministering to a friend of yours that you know is struggling just tell them the truth that just step out in that because you will never regret the decision of telling a friend about the most important thing ever or or just start serving a neighbor who needs help with her yard or, or you know ministry can is so versatile so versatile there are, i'm sure that if you look around for opportunities or you pray for opportunities to serve god will not deny that request okay so that is something you might not have known i think ministry and working being a servant of god that is what gives you purpose and so if you're not in some kind of ministry and you're only working towards you know your own stuff like your job is for your car and your your school is to graduate and like you know we're just so used to working everything in our lives for our purposes so i think in order to find that purpose this year you need to get into some kind of ministry do god's work um so yeah to wrap that up i'm oh matthew 28 18 through 20 this this is the great commission everyone i i hope everyone has heard this before but it's the last verse of matthew what the last thing jesus said to his people in person um and it is all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth, uh, end of the age. Amen. So, he's with us always and he has commanded us. You are a disciple of God, by the way, if you have accepted his um, sacrifice on the cross. He has 
commanded you that you would go and teach the gospel and the good news about what he did for you. Um, whether that be through words, actions, um, whatever it is, he has called you to that. And so if you are not doing it, um, there honestly is a problem. So now to wrap things up, um, the next, for the next year, remember that God is with you always, wherever you go, do not be afraid, but be of good courage. So you should, you guys should memorize this verse, Joshua 1, 9. Another, do not worry about the things to come because of everything I read in Matthew 6, 25 to 34. Be joyful. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's also a verse. I don't know what the thing is, the reference is. Psalm 5, 11. And lastly, get into some kind of ministry. Start doing the work of God. Um, I hope you guys have a fantastic year, and I hope you join me here for the rest of the year. Um, and hopefully, if I start the next podcast, join me there as well. All right, you guys. Happy New Year. Um, I'll see you next week, Wednesday. Peace out.